my beautiful brethren. Welcome to the ILG and our show, Roost with Ruby. Now currently hosted above the underground, no longer in the Baltimore basement. So maybe today we can say hey to our heart and hi to our knee because see, life is about appreciating the little things. But also remember, all we do here is light work, folks. No sponsors on the show, maybe an occasional shout out though. Well, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, I should say, I apologize for the later posting time today of Tuesday. I was a bit busy this weekend, with it being Memorial Day weekend, among other things, and I'll mention a few things as we go along in the show, but let's get on to the noteworthy news and mention our three points for the day. First being, the Twisters. Yes, the multiple twisters that have popped up just yesterday, about 55 of them or so, and touched down in the United States, everywhere from Colorado to Ohio. There are a few other places within this east to west belt of latitude, but there are multiple twisters that touched down recently in the United States, so our prayers go out to those people who have been afflicted by the Twisters, and I hope the quickest recovery for those folks. Also, on to our second point of the noteworthy news, which is a mentioning of Starlink and the moon shrinking, specifically moonquakes. So these are two different things, Starlink being a SpaceX program, which is a program in where they have launched and plan on launching more satellites around the world that will help create ultra-fast internet services for almost everybody. As of now, they've currently launched around 60, but they plan to launch eventually up to 12,000 satellites. They're about 500 pounds each, and they've been seen streaming around the globe. So maybe be on the lookout for those suckers. But related to the moon... Some news about the moon itself is that scientists have, yes, have certainly confirmed now that the moon is shrinking as its interior cools. It's actually gotten more than around 150 feet skinnier over the last several hundred millions of years. It just doesn't seem like a lot, but I guess it is shrinking. It says something about it in that also, as it shrinks, its brittle surface scrapes together and causes moonquakes. So, moonquakes are on the horizon, folks. I guess a ominous warning to any of those astronauts out there that make it to the surface again, hopefully, one day, to be careful for those moonquakes. Well, our third point of the noteworthy news is just a salute to Memorial Day, which was yesterday, and... Here on Roost with Ruby, yes, we do promote peace, but I shall say, and I shall not deny, those many who have served and died in hope of bringing freedom and eventual peace to others around the world. However, here on Roost with Ruby as well, we hope that one day there is a day that comes when combat deaths and combat itself 
are no longer. So call me an optimist, folks, but who knows? Maybe that day will come soon, or at least sooner than later. Well, ladies and gentlemen, speaking about something coming a bit soon, we're going to get on to the ILG developments now and say that in regards to the theory itself, there haven't been too many developments, unfortunately. But I'd like to mention a guideline development of which I feel seems to hold true to some extent. And I'd like to lump it in under those guidelines that are helpful in regards to living our lives. And this guideline goes, birds of a feather flock together, but be careful when your flock gets too full-headed to defend itself against the cosmic weather. Now, this guideline, folks, may not apply to everything, but I'd like to think it could apply to our jobs, or our hobbies, or our friends, our communities, or even ourselves. And the ILG mentions a bit about birds flocking together and also the law of attraction. But one thing that I have tried to, I guess, stress here on Roosters Ruby is pride, and in specifically an excess of pride or a lack of humility seems to be a significant wear on many organizations and groups of people out there. And that defending ourselves against wear and tear, specifically creep, or even the old arrow of time, seems to be something that's sort of wise. And plus, I guess this guideline also lumps in with the principle of trying to be a forever novice or a perpetual beginner. Because I believe as a beginner or as a novice, we are much more aware of our humility in in face of a given challenge. Although striving to increase our abilities from novel status is something I'd support as well. Just keeping, I guess, in the back of our heads, the principle of humility seems to be something that's important for me. Well, on to our word of the week, folks. And I failed to mention earlier, but our show's called Calling Birds, mostly because... We're talking a bit about birds on this episode, and also calling, and also the, the development of birds. And so this word of the week is fledge, which is a verb. Specifically, it's got about two definitions of which I looked up on the Googles, the first one being of, of a young bird to develop wing feathers that are large enough for flight. The second one being to bring up a young bird until its wing feathers are developed enough for flight. And it comes from the obsolete adjective fledge, or ready to fly from Old English. Now on to the art of the week, folks, and that is a mentioning of the new HBO miniseries, Chernobyl. If you haven't seen it, I'd recommend go and giving it a, a test. I'd say it's been pretty good so far. I haven't seen the most recent episode as of now, but the episodes that I have seen have been fairly decent. I feel like it does overemphasize 
a few things, or exaggerate a few things, but been pretty entertaining. In regards to the show, and also the Chernobyl disaster, within the show they portray the scientists and also party officials who are initially exposed to this disaster of the nuclear reactor exploding to be quite hubris. But I suppose my question was, do you think if these scientists and party people maybe took a bit of a humility check that they could have diverted some of the danger a bit more easily than what they did? Okay, now on to listening to love, folks. And up on listening to love, I just wanted to mention the bird call. Yes, I did hear a decent amount of these up in the mountains of Colorado, which I spent this past weekend golfing and hanging with some friends out there, but also hiking and listening to birds. And I happened to listen to a decent amount of bird calls between two different pairs of birds, which seemed to have the same call or similar calls echoing off each other. Most of it seemed to come down to timing, and I wasn't sure if they were males or females. But from what I could tell, in order for the birds to eventually meet up, it seemed to be an issue of persistence and having the right call in order to differentiate the bird from other noise out there happening in the forest. And if the bird was persistent enough and did have, I guess, a call that that could be differentiated from other calls happening, the birds got close together and could meet up. I thought that was pretty cool. Well, folks, that's about it for today. This show was quite short and sweet, shorter than most, but I wanted to tell you folks that, or ask you folks that, to share is to care, correct? And feel free to share the show with whoever you may know. Additionally, I wanted to re-emphasize the fact that we are still looking for feedback here at Roost with Ruby, so please reach out if you'd like at josh.cherubelli at gmail.com or those socials. I'll keep you guys updated with the latest news going forward. I apologize again for the later post of this particular episode. And I'd like to say that, remember, this is Roost with Ruby. I'm Josh Cherubelli. I'm wishing you, well, I suppose good evening. God bless. Let's rest, and you're all the best. Catch you folks next week.